Hello? This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Clawed away! Put in now, though! And put in by Captain Kane! England have set off on their World Cup road! Dobro Pragzavat. I'm Jim, and this is your quick one-stop guide to everything that is good and funny from the World Cup finals in Russia. You might like to know, you can also find On The Left Side on YouTube, so you can watch my pretty little face getting more and more etched in desperation and my hair getting greyer and greyer as England's adventures in the World Cup continues. You can do that by following the links at ontheleftside.co.uk or just search On The Left Side World Cup Update right up in YouTube's hole. But let's get on with this week's show. Not content with having us focused on this year's World Cup, which is already shaping up to be a cracker, FIFA have decided to distract us with the World Cup of the Future! The game's governing body has decided to break its recent tradition of holding the greatest football tournament in the world in a country with hideous human rights abuses records and instead has decided to hold it in two countries that don't really get football and Mexico. I'll be honest, I'm quite excited about the idea of a World Cup in America, Canada and Mexico, not just to see how people are going to get between the games once Donald Trump builds that big wall, or to see what President Kardashian is going to be wearing in 2026, but to see how the British press get themselves into a gammon-flavoured lather when England set up a training camp near Las Vegas and the press lay into Raheem Sterling for either spending too much or not spending too much or betting on red or betting on black or going to a show or not going to a show or eating a burger or not eating a burger or pretty much anything else he decides to do over the course of the five weeks or with the amount of teams that will be in the 2026 World Cup, eight weeks. It also seems that we're going to be seeing a little bit more of that wonderful US brand punditry like this. History. Iceland beats Argentina 1-1. To be fair, if England pulled a draw out of the bag against Argentina in a few weeks, I think I'd probably take that as a victory too. Actually, over in Russia, the TV punditry has been one of the highlights of the tournament so far, with some genuine, insightful comments coming from the ITV and BBC sofas. Even Mark Lawrenson's been pretty decent. Mm -hmm. I know. Arguably, the surprise hit has been from Anoa Aluko for ITV and the BBC's Alex Scott, who have both proved they know a fair bit about football despite having boobs. But I suppose you could say the same about Alan Shearer. Typical. But clearly not everyone wants to hear smart, intelligent women speaking about football, including Patrice Evra. My only concern with Costa Rica is that they don't score a lot of goals. Uh, Joel Campbell, um, who was their star striker uh, in the 2014 World Cup, didn't score a lot of goals, isn't playing, isn't playing today. Uh, Urena hasn't had a good season um, in the MLS. So they don't score a lot of goals and they're playing against a team in, in Serbia who do score a lot of goals. That's a perfect link, thank you Annie, to talk about <laughs> the goal-scoring prowess of... It's good, isn't it? She's well, good. Very good. Over, <laughs> thanks guys. Of thanks. Serbia. That is Patrice Evra applauding Aluko for making an intelligent comment about football and then looking as surprised as you would do if Raheem Sterling actually managed to tuck away one of his England chances after she says it. It's a little bit patronising, but in the same way it probably reflects a fair proportion of the audience who were watching, who would have almost dropped their can of Fosters and have to shout the little woman to bring him a new one in surprise. Let's look at the positives here. This is a video of someone realising against their own prejudice that a woman, with over 100 caps for England by the way, can do the same job as a male pundit. 
It's just sad that she needs to do a much better job than a male pundit to get the recognition she deserves. Maybe this is a watershed moment in football. Maybe this is a massive turning point in history where the women's game finally gets the respect it deserves. What a surprise, not to see the PC Brigade go after Patrice Evra. But let's be honest, the Luco is hardly dull as dishwater and full deflection mode swings into play to cover up her mind-numbing showing on TV. If she wasn't black and a woman, she wouldn't be there. There's a certain irony of that statement coming from someone calling themselves Mr. King, isn't there? I have a dream. I think Evra just needs to even everything out by applauding everything that anyone says in a punditry capacity for the rest of the tournament. History, Iceland beats Argentina 1-1. I love this game. If Everett is losing the punditry war right now, then winning that battle is Slaven Bilic. He lit up the Euros with his passion and poetry for Dimitri Payet before the French winger completely screwed him over at West Ham. But that's not dampened his spirits. In fact, he seems like he is lifting everyone's spirits when he discussed a dubious penalty in Brazil's shock draw with Switzerland. It's one of them that uh, even we here are, can't help. It's one of them. If I was Brazil manager, I would ask for a foul with a reason. Yeah. If I was Swiss manager, I would say no foul. So it's one of them. You're sounding very What's neutral the... there, Slavin. <laughs> to be fair, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't hear in that clip is Roy Keane sitting next to him, almost raising a smile. Almost. In years to come, long after the Croatian has left the game, that will be Slaven Bilic's legacy to football. No, not as a no-nonsense centre-back. No, not as a passionate manager, but as the man who almost made Roy Keane smile. <laughs> That's it. We are done. Good job. And it's a good job that Roy Keane didn't smile during that, because I'm pretty sure that would be a sign the end of the world is coming. But he didn't. The world continues and we'll be back with another one of these updates very, very soon. Hit subscribe however you're enjoying this update and we'll make sure you get the next episode as soon as it's ready. And if you want more, head to ontheleftside.co.uk for more from the funny side of football. Bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. And instead is holding it in two countries I don't really get football and Mexico. I'll be honest, I find the quite... I... Mm.